0: Pump one Welcome to another episode of Daddy No. Monkey One Day eighty podcast number eleven. Uh today marks one week of Probably the toughest week that I've ever done, ever done. Okay, that's what we're gonna do. That I've ever taken care of the kids. Just my daughter, oh my god, crying more than ever. My son, crazy, completely went back to being a baby, pooping in his pants, peeing now. <laughs> uh, good things though happen. Uh, I got, I got some perspective. And, uh, I mean, I, I learned that, stop, Can you stop, He stop, thank you, I appreciate it, just stop for a little bit. I learned that, uh, I'm not as fat as I thought I was, which is good, even, uh, the reason I thought I was fat is because everybody's telling me you got fat, uh, but I'm not, I'm not as fat as I thought I was, I'm actually getting in shape, and, and, and I proved it by, I'm not losing any weight, but inches are coming off. So I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit about working out. And if you're having trouble losing weight, maybe what you should do. Uh, a little bit of politics with Trump, what he said with 7-Eleven. Well, that's basically what he said. But I'm going to elaborate on that. And Hillary Clinton and her hot sauce. Apparently she keeps it in her purse. Uh, I don't know why she said that, but yeah. Stand-up comedy, of course. And uh, also, uh, I, I didn't tell anybody this, but I took a, a three-week acting course. Because, uh, thank you, because Bobby Lee from T V said no. that I need to do acting classes, that all comedians have to do acting classes. No. That's what I said. I said, no, I said I want to be a stand-up. He was just like, yeah, no, you need to take acting classes. So I did, and it was the most awkward thing I've ever done before. Uh, no. I learned I'm a horrible actor. I'm a horrible actor. I can't act no, yeah. Could you not do that and break my computer? I would appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, let's take that away. Let's take that away. Appreciate that. <sighs> my, it's been the hardest week because my daughter. Like today was the peak of that week. Uh, I got. She got two uh, shots today. She got vaccinated um, for. Stop. <laughs> I forgot what it was, but the doctor said she needed it, and I trust the doctor on those two. And well, I mean, we spread out the vaccines that we give her, but she took uh, two of them today, and she's crying all day. And I've never nah, wanted to. Oh. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. I can't even do the podcast. Everybody's probably frustrated. They're like, "You've been talking. You've been saying nothing for four or five minutes." Yeah, I know that. I know. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna make daddy. I, I think I've had a breakdown every day. Every day I've had at least one breakdown. And it's because of my children. I love you all to death, but you're gonna kill me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You're gonna kill. Then Daddy's not here. Daddy can't. Daddy, we can't do daddy no anymore. Right? If I'm da- Yeah, exactly. Daddy no. Exactly. So you just. Everybody just needs to relax a little bit. Hey, now. Shh. Calm down. And I think it's because I've been going really hard to At comedy So I'm taking care of them all day My wife comes home And she's the best She, she grabs my daughter and, and, and takes over the kids And then I go do comedy at night Which she's getting it now it's not, it's not like hey I'm gonna go hang out with my friends It's like no this is what I'm doing Like I do stand up So uh, I was at the improv this past week And that was hard man uh, I, uh, There was one show I bombed bad <laughs> Everybody's like, you tell a lot of stories about you bombing. Nobody wants to hear the stories about how you killed, all right? Nobody wants... That's not fun, all right? I'm talking about just blech. Uh, to be fair, sort of the feature and the headliner didn't get them till like, I would say 30 minutes into a set. And it just so happens that there's a couple in the corner, this big dude who looked like Magnum P.I., who left. After he left, they started laughing, which proves in a small audience of only 12, if you have just one couple... They can ruin—that that has bad energy, they can ruin a whole show because they just have a horrible attitude. Like, why are you there? I think they just had no idea. Like, you know what? There's no movies we want to watch. I guess we can go watch stand-up. And they've never been to a comedy show. They're thinking, I don't know, maybe it was going to be Bob Hope or something. Uh, that type of style of comedy, which is easy great comedian, but it was it's not that at all. And they went in and they did not laugh. And maybe he didn't like that I called him Magnum PI. But hey, he had a Magnum PI mustache. But after every joke, he would lean over to his wife and whisper to her something, which probably judgmental because she'd give a face like, hey, like I, I smell a fart. Yes, we are better than them. <laughs> like it was, and it annoyed me. So I started to try to ignore them, and I kept going on with my set. And I have a problem when there's, when my set's not going as well as I want it to. And I feel like I'm doing a good job, but just the audience isn't on board. I like to dig the hole deeper. I like to poke at them a little bit more. Like, oh, you didn't like that joke? Well, here's another joke that I know you're not going to like. So ISIS, and then I do my ISIS joke. <laughs> it's just a fun thing that I like to do. If, I'm, if you're not going to enjoy it, I'm going to enjoy it. I love being on stage, so I'm going to do that stuff. Stop. Done? Stop. Appreciate it. Which you figure if you like being on stage, oh, it's theatrical. No, it's not theatrical at all. It's real. It's stuff off the cuff. I don't have to memorize lines. And I took acting classes. Not the same. Uh, found out I'm a horrible actor. I had to read a script. Uh, it was a short. It was only three pages long. And I memorized it, but I memorized it in a way that I made the scene way too heavy. And it was supposed to be like a sitcom scene, and it was supposed to be funny, and so he's like, "Say it this way," and I, it felt all goofy, and i, I, I felt awkward acting it, I felt so out of place, and it's a small class, and there's only six people, two dudes, four girls, and uh it really made me feel like there were all the girls are beautiful in there, and, and I was just like, oh my god i don't I don't belong and they're all young, they're like twenty to twenty four and i'm or actually eighteen to twenty four and I'm like thirty years old and 40 pounds overweight, and I was just like, yeah, I don't belong here, I don't, y'all are pretty people, I can see all y'all, all of you on TV, Nobody, nobody's gonna see me on TV, but um <laughs> I went, and I did the scene, and he kept trying to get stuff out of me, and, and I was trying, and it's in front of four people, right, so I was just, I told the girl, I was like, I'm just gonna let loose, I'm just gonna do me, and she's like, all right, I was like, just stick with your lines, but I'm gonna do me, and so I started off, The the beginning of the scene, like I always do, because he said that part was fine, but the part where I have that kind of goofy, where I break down and tell him about my wife is going to psychotherapy and all this stuff, that was the scene. I I go to a hardware store and I tell a girl, oh, um, you know, I buy apparently uh, one-inch nails every week because my wife is going there. I don't know. It was a weird script. It's supposed to be funny, right? And so I just started ad-libbing, and I got them to crack up, and then after... I was like, oh, I finally did it. And he's like, all right, now I remember all that. I was like, I, I don't remember anything I said. I blanked out, right? So he had me do the scene again and again and again. And I just kept saying different stuff. And then she started to get frustrated. Like, I don't know what to say. I feel like I'm lost because he's just ad-libbing. And I was just like, well, I don't know what to do. So I learned that I can't act. But, hey, it's my first acting class. So uh, I guess I can cut myself a little bit of slack. But it's not the same as stand-up comedy at all. Acting is hard. Very hard. And I thought doing sitcom acting, I thought that would be easy. It's like, it's comedy. It's not. No, it's difficult to let yourself go and act goofy like that. Especially if that's not... He's like, well, just act like you're stand-up. I was like, my stand-up isn't goofy at all. My stand-up's real. It's raw. It's hard. No, my stand-up's just not goofy. I'm not a goofy guy on stage. I'm me. And he's just like, well, this character He's married. Is he kind of like you? I was like, no. I mean, he's a little cynical like me, but that's about it. He's just like, well, just use that. And he's like, you got to make choices and you got to have intentions. And intentions, I was just like, all right, dude, I, I get it. Intentions, but I don't. Ah. So I'm a, I, I'm a crappy actor. That's what I found out. I'm a horrible actor. The only messed up part was that he put the two white girls together. He put the two. Hispanic people together, me and this other girl, and then the two black people together. I was like, okay, you just group us by ethnicity and race, is that okay? And then he made the black dude, you know, like if, you, if Dave Chappelle, if you heard the conspiracies, he's like, why does, why do, all, why do they always put a black man in a dress? Like, why do they always do that? And if you can look it up, Dave Chappelle talks about the Illuminati and stuff, and he said it on Oprah, right? And he's like, why do they always got to do that? I've always noticed that. They always got to put the black man in a dress, and this guy's scene was he was supposed to be uh, a gay dude who who uh, dresses up as a woman. He didn't dress up as a woman because we're just running through it. Uh, but still, I was like, man, this is this is a this is actually a good class because this is what Hollywood is apparently. And then I felt real stupid because at the end of the class, I told him because I, I, I went out for a movie one time. It was a B movie, but I went out and I read for a movie. I was supposed to be a barista, and uh, so. The director came out and asked me, "What are you?" Now I'm an idiot. I think he's looking at me He's like ethnically, ethnically I look confusing, right? Like I they don't people don't know what the hell Am I? Lebanese, my Middle Eastern, my Hispanic, Mexican. What, what what are you? Well, I don't know what you are. Tell me. So I just started. Oh, I'm I'm Mexican. I'm Hispanic Latino. But also, I mean, uh, I could play Italian or I could play. Uh, Middle Eastern, right? I just started naming stuff off, and the guy was like, looked at me like I was a complete idiot, and walked off, right? And then, got, and then he goes, "All right, lunch," and he called lunch, and everybody left. And I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Like, I thought I was gonna read for this barista part, and. This lady comes out, and she's like, hi, are you Josh once again? She's like, all right, you're going to read with me. So I read with her, do an awful job. I made them laugh, but I don't think they were laughing with me. I think they were laughing at me. I was like, oh, that was great. This was my first time. That's what I actually said. This was my first time. That was so fun. Blah. And the lady looked at me and rolled her eyes. It's like, yeah, okay. Never got a call back. But what I found out, the acting coach told me, he goes, yeah, they weren't asking you what you were your race or ethnicity idiot well he didn't say idiot but he kind of did he was like they're asking you what kind of actor you are are you a comedic actor are you a stage actor are you a comedian like what are you that's what he meant I was like oh my god for the past two years I've been thinking what a racist jerk this guy was an ass and he told me what are you cause he's racist and he probably wanted a white guy in this or he probably won that's not what he meant and I'm an idiot so if anything I took from the class was just that little bit, if I took that one thing, I was just like, all right. So that's, that's what, when they ask you what you are, they don't mean ethnically because you can play I, – I feel like I can play a bunch of different ethnicities or races, right? But um, what I am as far as a stage actor or commercials or comedians, oh, I felt dumb. I felt really, really dumb. But well, it was a good experience, so uh, you should go take some acting classes if you haven't. It's supposed to help with your stand-up. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna help with my stand-up, but apparently it does. Every comedian that I've taken an acting classes, they're like, "Yeah, it does. It helps you with your when you have act-outs in your in your in your in your comedy. It really helps you focus." And blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Yeah, I just I just like doing stand-up." So thanks to Bobby Lee, I went and did those classes. Yay, two hundred dollars for classes. Ooh, but hey, I can write it off on my taxes, right? That's great. Uh the <laughs> coming uh uh Donald Trump did uh you've probably everybody seen this. He came out and said he'll never forget uh seven eleven. He's supposed to say nine eleven, dude from New York, right? And it was a goof, it was a slip up, right? Uh and people were making fun of it. But the way my mind works, I can't just let coincidence be coincidences. Because he said it so clear and he said, I wrote this down, seven eleven. He goes and he said he goes, You remember 7 Eleven and I was just like, well what's seven eleven? I looked it up. It's the week before the RNC convention, right? Yeah. So what's gonna happen a week before on a Monday before the RNC convention? Hmm? What's gonna happen? What is Donald Trump gonna do? What is up his sleeve? I wanna know because what I'm just (laughs) I don't know. I can't help but think that type of stuff is like, all right, he said that. Now what does he mean? Maybe it wasn't a slipper. Maybe something's going to happen on July eleventh, two 2016, one week before the RNC convention. Hmm? What's well, going to go down that maybe he he has to get the vote now or maybe uh, he's calling it out that the whole economy is going to collapse? Because, you know, you've seen this in the past few months. It's been on a yo-yo. It goes up 2,000 points and down 3,000 points and up 3,000 points and down 2,000 points. And now we're back up to our highs of over 18,000. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I have too much time on my hands. I think I think a little too much about stuff that I can't control. But that's because I can't control stuff in my own life. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't control cleaning the toilets here in my own house. I can't control that maybe because I don't want to do it. I hope you enjoy these rants because uh, I don't I don't know where I'm going with half the time. Oh, and then another one. Uh, Hillary Clinton was on a morning show. What, what was it? The Breakfast Club. She was on the Breakfast Club. And uh, if you know what the Breakfast Club is... It's in New York. It's a, a radio show. It's uh, it's a, it's. I think I think two are Latino, or one might be Latino. Another two uh, uh, two are black. I don't know. Anyway, but it's supposed to be like a, a, a what they call urban. I'm doing air quotes right now. Uh, it's just a radio show, right? And so they're asking her questions, and they asked her. I forgot what the heck they asked her. Hillary, and she goes, "Yeah, I keep I keep hot sauce. That's what she keeps in her purse. She keeps hot sauce in her purse. She said that." We know you don't keep hot sauce in your purse. There's no way you keep hot sauce in your purse. All right. What were you thinking? And then and then and then uh, Charlemagne uh, comes out. That's one of the main hosts. I think that's his name. And he goes, <laughs> he goes. You know, people are gonna think that you're just pandering to black people. And then she laughs and goes, "Yeah, is it working?" She actually said, "Is it working? Are you out of your mind, lady? What are you doing?" <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at this. I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe she came out and said she keeps hot sauce in her purse and then was just and then admitted to be like, no, I don't. I really don't. I just I, and then I know. And then later on, she was just like, no, but I do. But I do. It's like, God, that she wants to be president so bad she can taste it. She's like, I'm right there. I am right there. Just give it to me. And. It was <laughs> hot sauce in her purse. Before she had, uh, I think it was a week or two before she had that one CP time, a cautious politician. But everybody knows his colored people time. That's why you're late. Um, I, I actually that was the first time I heard of that CP time. I've never heard of that. I thought I was just like, oh, that's 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 Latinos. We're always late. I thought that was that like old oh, San Antonio time. We would say that here, you know, or if we're in the valley. Oh, it's our own valley time. But CP time? I was, what's CP time? They said that oh, it means colored people time. I was just like, people still say colored. That's that's that, That's pretty messed up. I guess whatever. Maybe it's not just black people. Maybe they mean all people who have any tint to their skin. Oh, you know, black people, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, all those type of colored people. It's just like oh okay. Why do we got to get there exactly on time, huh? What she meant, cautious politician, which I didn't. I was just like, get over it. Really, you're gonna you're gonna try to tack her on that. That was man, nah. but this one with the hot sauce, I was I was like, oh my god, lady, shut up. What are you doing? You're digging yourself a hole. Um, <laughs> I don't know which one was worse, the 7-Eleven or the hot sauce. Both of them were bad though, but that's probably gonna be the two who 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 make it. It's gonna be Hillary versus Trump. It's probably what it's gonna be, uh, or what it's looking like. A lot of people sad because Bernie's might not make it, but he's still plugging through. He still he didn't lose he didn't lose New York that bad. Uh, I think it was like it was fifty seven percent to forty three percent or something like that. Um, And that's her home state, so uh, he's gonna keep on going for the people, for everybody that wants Bernie to win. He's still in it, so. Uh, tell your friends to vote in other states, and maybe he'll 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 get in there. But I I still think they're gonna give it to Hillary. But hey, you know what? I'm a stay at home dad. What the hell do I know? Right? All right. Thanks. Everybody's like, what about Ted Cruz? Uh, I don't know. Um, my family's all divided. My, I got I got one family member in my immediate family: my mom, my dad, and my brother. One voted for Trump. One voted for Hillary. And one voted for Ted Cruz. And I I I'll say it: I voted for Bernie um and not that i'm a socialist or anything like that uh i just i i I resonated with his message more he reminds me of like what ron paul was for republicans i feel like he is for democrats you know what i mean and i'm more of a libertarian side but which is not what he preaches at all but um i like i like a lot of his it, it reminds me more of that ron paul type of dude A lot of people are like, "Ah, I'm done with this podcast. You just said your political view, and I don't like you now. So, therefore, just let everybody... I mean, it's so polarizing right now. Everybody's mad at everybody. Just everybody relax. Relax, okay? People can think differently than you do, okay? So, it's all right. Don't get so mad and uptight about everything, okay? We're going to be all right. Now, the country's actually going to fall apart probably before 2017. But maybe in the apocalypse... Who knows? Maybe we'll come back together. Maybe, hopefully, probably not. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm getting back in shape right now. I started doing uh, P90X, and I wanted to, I wanted to go hard, so I was like, "Man, I'm going to try to do this as fast as I can." So I'm going to do P90X in uh, 45 days. Which, uh, if you're fat, you can't do that. So uh, I'm on. I've been doing it for a while now. So, um, in the past 120 days, I think I finished two weeks. So not so good. Not so good. See, I have sciatica. I have back problems. Okay. So I'll do like one workout and the next day my back is all messed up and hurting me. And they're like, we're not working out right. No, it's messed up. My back is messed up. So I'll take ibuprofen and the next day I'm sore. And the next day after that, Uh, Something happens where I don't work out and the next day after that ends up being Friday and I'm not gonna work out on Friday Uh, It's Friday and then Saturday I can't work out why because I got too drunk the night before and then Sunday Well, that's the Lord's Day. So that means I have to watch the Spurs uh, (laughs) If they're playing Um, So I'm not gonna work out that day and then the next Monday then I'll do the second workout So it's taking a long time. It's taking a real long time And I think the biggest problem is my metabolism just died it just died. Like I, I, I got – I I should be like 180 and I'm like 230. I hold it well though. I think I do. Uh, I'm not as fat as as everybody keeps saying. All right? People, people are like, dang, you can't wait. Dang, you, you can't wait. And then and then I told them like, well, I'm about 230. They're like, oh, wow. I thought you were like 200. See? So I'm not as fat as you thought I was. They're like, well, no, you wear your weight well. Thank you. I spread it around my body except under my knees. I have chicken legs. Um But for the most part, the rest of it is all over my body, which is good. Spread it out that way. The one workout thing I am excited about is I got a, a teeter inversion table. The teeter hang-ups, oh, my God. If you don't know what that is, it's where you put the ankles in those straps and then turn completely upside down, and it just elongates your spine. You can actually grow a half an inch by doing that uh, because you're, you're – you're, um, in your spine, the, the cartilage between, it starts to, I don't know, I saw the infomercial like 30 times. But anyway, the discs start to start to collapse on you and degenerate if you have sciatica or or or, or degenerative disc disease, which I hope, I, I don't think I have that. But it, it collapses on you, you turn it around, and it spreads it out, and it allows for it to, I don't know, if you get blood in there more, and it helps to heal it. But man, I love that. As soon as I get on it, my whole back just... <laughs> Yeah, it straightens out, and I do a few crunches on there, and that's how I'm gonna get my abs in shape. I mean, I'm gonna have a large layer of fat over them probably still, but hey, underneath, they're gonna be hard. That's right, real hard. How hard? I want the house to see something dirty, but they're gonna be nice abs. Like if I if I pull my fat down, you should be able to see them. That's how nice of abs I'm gonna have. All right, I'll still have dad bod, but. You, they'll be nice they'll feel good and my back will be better i'm on that thing like 40 minutes a day throughout the day because i love it i i i I, i'm divorcing my wife and i'm going to marry this inversion table this is the great it's because i before i was taking uh tylenol three and vicodin and all this other stuff to help my back and now i'm not on that stuff anymore which is good because it makes you a zombie it makes you not want to do And the baby just woke up. So my peace is over. Oh, it's going to be fun. Hey, uh, your sister's up. Come on, let's end the podcast because she's not going to let me do any more of the podcast. Did you wake her up? Son, can you come here? All right. He he, he starts out at the beginning of the podcast and then he runs off every single time. And then he comes back and just like... You know, whatever he wants to say. Do you want anything to say before we go? Son? Anything at all? Did you want to add? Bye. See you later. Anything? Yes? No? Come here. Can you get off the floor? And then, do you have anything to say at all, daughter? You want anything to add? Nothing? All right, you're not even going to look at me now? You're just going to look away like I don't exist? Hmm? You mad at me? Is that what it is? You're upset with me? All right, fine. Whatever. All right, well, uh, thank you all for listening to another podcast of Daddy. No. Daddy, get me on a date. There, your back is fixed. <laughs> <gasps> uh, Thanks. Dad? Thank you for listening to another podcast of Daddy. Daddy. No. We appreciate it. Uh, it's been a good podcast. Did you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Don't shake my hand. Mm-hmm. All right, you because Isaiah, it's gonna, because my son's gonna be a good boy, right? You're gonna be a good boy now. Mm-hmm. Yes, this whole week you're not gonna, gonna give me. You're gonna be nice. You're gonna be nice to mommy and daddy, and and eat all your food, and not color all over the walls. Or, I know you ate your food. And uh, thank you for coloring all over your face with the marker. You got horrible breath, son. Did you brush your teeth this morning? No, because your father didn't make you brush your teeth. You should have brushed your teeth. But I'm a bad dad, so I apologize for that. That's my fault. Thank you. I love you. And you go play or do whatever you were doing. Hopefully it wasn't bad. And hopefully I don't find pee in the corner because then I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Um, And then you, uh, we're going to eat... You hungry? Hm? Want some booby milk? Is that what you'd like? My daughter here is just looking at the screen, trying to bite it. That's what she does now. She bites everything because she's teething, and now she's farting too. So teething, biting, farting, eating, thank God you woke up happy and not crying anymore. But I understand, you got two shots, one in each leg. I'd be crying for an hour and a half and make my father almost lose it too. I understand. Thank you guys for listening to another podcast. The Daddy No, we appreciate it. Uh, please add us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, subscribe, comment, like, share if you like it. If not, then listen in silence and judge. Either way, just listen. Just press the play button. I appreciate it. This week, I'll be at Laugh Out Loud tonight with Slate Ham. I'll be opening for him. And then the next night at the Improv for All Stars oh. Show and then this Friday and Saturday I'll be opening for Godfrey which uh, he's one of my favorite comics of all time. Like I put him up there with Louis C.K. and Bill Burr and, and those guys like he, if you haven't seen him ever live, he's hilarious. Last time he was here he did a different hour every night which is unbelievable. I've never seen any of the comic do that but yeah, Godfrey tonight at LOL and then on Sunday I'll be again at LOL with Slate Ham. So that's this week's um, Lineup uh, next week. I have some more shows, but I can't remember them right now. I'm excited for this week though. Um, and then, yeah, check me out on Facebook. That's where you can see all my shows. You can check it out on Funny Man Comedy Works. That's Funny Man, one word, comedy works. Uh, add me at Joshua Kawasa. That's C A B A Z A Kawasa on Facebook. Um, I don't put a bunch of personal stuff, it's mainly just satire uh like political political satire comedy there we go uh and and what shows they have coming up and stuff like that i don't like post a bunch of personal stuff that's that's not what i use my facebook avatar for even though i've had it for like 10 years now well i used to do that stuff but now i don't but thank you guys for listening y'all have a great week and enjoy your wednesday thank you guys. Uh oh spaghetti-yo, beatin' when I'm up, up, sippin' on my big red. No. Oh, oh, uh oh spaghetti-yo, be- beatin' when be- I'm sippin' on my big red. No. Uh um, oh be-